make up a brilliant tapestry. By examining the various threads and aspects of our community, we can appreciate how each and every person contributes in their own unique way. Welcome to the Uptown Community Podcast, exploring the neighborhood of Uptown in Chicago and the cognitive capacities for Uptown. Today's episode was recorded in Everybody's Coffee in Uptown Chicago. The coffee shop is across from the community Jesus People USA, which has been around for almost 40 years. The coffee shop is a gallery space. Today's episode is with Thomas Ray, a photographer who has a book called Beach. It is available either by contacting me or Thomas Ray through his Facebook account. Enjoy the conversation. And we're back. We're in everybody's coffee. Um, And I am with a special guest. I'm talking about some of our surroundings here. And um, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Thomas Ray. At the Everybody's Coffee in the, I guess, dining area? Or the, <laughs> the drinking <laughs> brew area? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and you are part of the community at uh, Jesus People across the street. Yes, I have been for, uh, well, since... Uh, November of 1982. 1982. It's almost wow. 40 years. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, have you been a photographer in all of that time? Uh, I graduated from the University of South Dakota with a BFA in art with uh, an emphasis in photography. And that's after that point you came out to Uptown? Or where yeah. did you... Yeah, I was about... Uh, Oh, I don't know, six months after I graduated. Okay. Okay. You you found out about I uh, Jesus people. Um, had they bought the Chelsea Hotel by that point? No. Um, no. We were living uh, over on Malden and oh. Magnolia. There's okay. A, a, there's a, a building on the corner of. Uh, Malden and Leland. Okay. Um, and then the um, the other building that uh, we owned at that time when I joined was a uh, this white asymmetrical kind of uh, castle-ish stone-looking building. Uh, it's a really cool building. Huh. Um, and uh, I lived in that particular building for. Um, Mm, somewhere around uh, eight years. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, yeah. It just seems like an interesting, <laughs> interesting event taking over the the big hotel. Yeah. Um, and you were around for that. Yes. It, uh-huh. it, it, it was a lot of work. We all worked on our. <laughs> you know, it was. It, it was in very bad shape when we got a hold okay. of it and uh, needed a lot of rehab and. Uh, everybody was pretty much in charge of working on their own room uh, okay. because they're just, you know, I mean, how do you have 
you know, your uh, maintenance crew rehabbing everybody's room, that's just not going to happen. Right. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so it, it was an experience. I learned a lot during that. Wow. Okay. Huh. Wow. Uh, were you taking, um, did you call yourself a photographer at that point? I think I've uh, called myself a photographer ever since I um, started taking pictures. Yeah, well, let's talk about some of the, the pictures that we're surrounded by today. Um, and the subject is all one that is very familiar with any uptown night of uh, Montrose Beach. Um, is that, is that, uh, is that, that true with all the pictures in here? Did you say there's one from Foster? No, there's, um, there's a couple uh, from Foster. They're uh, in that okay. section of seven black and whites. Okay. Um, you know, there's a, um, a couple of pictures from right on Foster Beach, and then there's also a uh, picture um, from the, um, uh, that pier that has the, the little lighthouse on it. Or whatever oh, okay. you call that yeah, light Rogers, beacon. It's Rogers Park. No, it's 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 okay. it, it, it's a part of Foster. Okay. Section, you know, it's just okay. right there to the south of the beach. Yeah. And go around the corner. Yeah, I've I've only recently moved back to uptown, and I uh, yeah have not explored as much <laughs> as you have. Um, and you these are pictures over um, at least uh, 11 years? Uh, this particular collection here I think only goes back uh, like eight or nine years. Okay. Uh, my book that I um, okay. that I put together and made all of ten copies of uh, because yeah. it just seemed like a fun thing to do okay. um, went all the way back to uh, 2008 Okay. Which, between 2008 and 2019, was when the the pictures were taken. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think I've um, discussed enough of like the kind of the surface level of uh, discussion that I kind of want to start out with just like a geography and where we are recording here in everybody's coffee just the number of photos that we have um, you said there's uh, 24 um, in all of just uh, individual pictures and uh, about uh, that would be 16 17 that are that are in color and then I think there's uh, one two. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven in black and white. <laughs> um, and they're not just black and white. Uh, they're infrared, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, but I guess I, yeah, I just wanted to cover just really basic, basic facts, images, uh, how many images. Um, yeah, 17. 17 color and the color ones are all individual um, 
one single image takes up the whole frame. I guess I'm just drawing contrast to the the ones that appear to be in black and white. Some of them are, are subdivided and have like a, a series of uh, emotions. So anyway, just... Yeah, that, that series thing is, um, uh, I would say doing those um, infrared pictures was probably the most fun I've had uh, um, because it was an odd experience. Yeah. Um, my usual mode of working is, uh, particularly with all these color ones, um, right. is I usually don't even have the camera to my face. Okay. I'm usually carrying it around, you know, just on my chest, keeping okay. it level, got my thumb on the button. Huh. Um, and so a lot of time, a lot of the pictures are shot from the hip. Uh, okay. not, not all huh. of them. Um, there's some portraits where I obviously put the camera to my eye. Okay. Um, but like there are a number of pictures, like there's this picture of the boy running across the sand with a inflated ring in his hand. Okay. And you can see the, <laughs> the skyline is all cockeyed. And that's because I, I just saw that and I just pointed the camera and then <laughs> shot. Um, after, after kind of the surface level and just doing like a quick snapshot of images and where we are recording, um, we can talk about some of the images and, and a majority of the images have, have people in them. Um, um, yeah, um, when I started taking pictures um, down at the beach, it was, uh, it was really a lot of it was kind of uh, therapy for, for anxiety, disorders, whatever. And um, I kind of realized that, uh, that I'm, I'm actually a very gregarious people. I, I love people, but when I get into crowds, I just... Um, I have a hard time relating and so a little bit this was a way of learning to understand and love my neighbors without having to talk to them <laughs> okay not necessarily I, I, I didn't really think that but you know you think back and you think okay why why did I do that but yeah it was it was partly because I, I desired being amongst people and I, I love the diversity of Uptown. Uh, I love the diversity we get at our beach. Don't hardly actually talk to anybody. I think that's okay. part of my anxiety thing. Okay. Um, it's probably the best I can do to get close enough to okay. take their picture. Um, every now and then I get to talk to somebody, but... Uh, yeah, yeah um, there's a profile of a family right at the, the spot that we're sitting. At, and they're looking right at the camera. Yeah. And not a word passed between us. Not a word. Okay. Yeah. Not a <laughs> word. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I, th right. I think yeah, I think it was enough to know that I was interested in them, and they were interested in me, and you know, it was just okay. like. So yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, yeah. I mean, that part of the reason I started this podcast is I. I definitely appreciate a lot of this community, and I, yeah, I, it, 
wouldn't consider myself a gregarious person. Definitely not the shock jock type of person to <laughs> talk to you on the recording. <laughs> but uh, back to that that conversation. Uh, but the majority of the, the pictures were um, shot from the hip and then all right and then then there's the um, seven images that appear to be in black and white and are actually infrared where the uh, the sky shows up really crisp or the anyway the cloud covers do you know if those were taken at particular times of day um, most of them were taken in the afternoon. Most of them. Uh, some of them were taken almost at twilight. At twilight, um, yeah. You know, like there's this um, picture of a guy taking down his, his uh, oh, okay. not, not campsite, but his, you know, where they had set up for their blanket yeah, and, umbrella and their umbrella. And he was yeah, so anyway, the, the interesting and thing the, about the sun the was very low on the horizon. I'm putting so this... Very dense filter on the front of my camera, okay. and it makes the exposures very long. And okay. so instead of being incognito with a camera that's just hanging, you know, about the you know your diaphragm, um, I'm carrying around this tripod, and it makes me very conspicuous. Yeah. And it also um, my exposures were about two seconds long. Oh. Wow. Plus. Um, I didn't really have a, a cable release, so I would set my camera so that there was a two-second delay before it would actually even start to take the picture. Okay. And so it was a matter of taking the picture. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I see that image. I was yeah. wondering what a what it was yeah so it's huh. the sun huh. coming through those and around those those what were images. the exposures set like at the same same for each of those do you remember uh yeah i believe they were okay just kind of a sporadic experimental time or uh kind of <laughs> okay um, I, um, you know, m mostly I set my camera on, um, uh, aperture priority auto, okay. um, and I, then I use the, um, um, the exposure compensation wheel to kind of get close, um, okay. and, uh, then I, I just work it from there. Well, um, we'll we'll move on with the uh, conversation, but I think my my dad who listens so to the, the podcast these images will appreciate and, the photography uh, insight. We talked about um, some of the some of the pictures and um, the people, and also I, I am I am sitting across from the the images that have mostly landscape um,
the ones that are landscapes is uh -huh. that there was interesting things going on with the people in the landscape. There's one of them that's called Discovery, and you see this. Um, it was sort of a um, those those big puddles in the middle of the beach, um, right. and people walking through those puddles leave a time frame behind. You know, you see the you know the the wakes as they go through. And so it, it, it adds another element of the experience of, of the beach, which is time. Um, and, um, um, and of course, just that, that vastness of, you know, you've got the big yeah. sky and the, you know, that big area of beach. And mostly it's what I was after inviting. was um, sort of an interior experience of the beach. Okay. itself and the people who are there and part of that um, is that um, the beach is so very big and it is um, yeah. you know you notice uh, in my book you'll notice that there are an awful lot of pictures of backs of people looking out at the lake <laughs> which I found I think I found that fascinating because huh. you know why is it that we look out at the lake you okay. know um, you know, I was kind of reminded of uh, um, uh, the stories of the Chronicles of Narnia where they talk about uh, how Aslan is the emperor over the sea and whenever he shows up, he comes over the sea and somehow I think it must be near universal that there's some hope out there on the horizon that we are maybe trying to access that, you know, that there's, you know, something about the sea that, that calls to us or whatever, you know. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but um, it seems to be common among people. Yeah. Like that, I, well, I guess this gets us into this deeper, deeper level in our conversation about how people are experiencing the beach, but then experiencing uh, kind of like this limit, limitless um, visual of the of the waters of Lake Michigan, or or looking over some vast vast body of water. You're you're talking about uh, that kind of elicits some hope. Yeah, and I think that's that's definitely something we all need. Um. Those pools that just kind of occur after after either a wild night when the when it's pretty choppy or when it's most uh, when it rains and there's rain puddles, but it. Yeah, just kind of an anomaly of, it's kind of just an interesting visual too to have such a small body of water such as next to such some vast body of water. That's kind of an interesting juxtaposition in those, those images. I, I think, so I'm, I'm kind of coming up with some more experiences on the beach um, and I think that's 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 kind of a, something we you brought up before of like in the book and trying to 
explore of um, how this area experiences the beach is a little bit different than uh, like the North Avenue beach where it might be closer to some more trendy, more affluent areas and um, uptown is just more traditionally accessible um, and something that's always always uh, good about Chicago beaches in general. So another experience I wanted to talk about or that I was thinking about was uh, just play. Um, going to the, the beach to play. Uh, I mean, obviously kids are playing in the sand and playing in the water and adults might be interacting more with nature and um, I think you're you're definitely not alone in your experience of escaping anxiety for a little bit by by going to the beach and just either experiencing people and appreciating our community and um, natural wonders there. I, I don't know if you had any other insight into that aspect. Yeah, no, it's... Um I, I think you're right. It is, you know, it's the beach is the place where we go to to get away from from work. You know, we, we go to get away from the things that um, that hound us. You know, the deadlines or um, you know, I've have several pictures of people reading. I have pictures of um, you know people just sitting there and, and just enjoying the sunlight um, and, um, you know, just the play, you know, they, they come yeah. out and they, you know, why else would you come out and, 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 and buy cheap float toys and, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you got the, the vendors yeah. uh, walking around with these giant balls of, of inflated <laughs> toys, you know, which yeah. are fascinating in themselves. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, um, yeah, that, that's why people come is to to play, and taking pictures is um, it's a lot like play. Yeah, um, I think art art in general is kind of having this other taking this leisure of something to tap and into. creativity. Um, it's it seems closer to. Uh, a religious experience almost in, yeah. in that I yeah you're tapping into humanity and depending on your interpretations of of faith that that can be can be closer to uh, the divine or God or however you want to put that uh, I was also thinking about like uh, the behaviors that come out of like uh, a faith tradition um, and play is of people that gather in in faith settings to um, sing hymns or chant prayers or um, do something in unison but but play is just another behavior that 
that seems yeah. seems healthy. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, um, I think for me a lot of um, a lot of things I run into um, that remove that sense of play is that sense of expectation. Is when you you know like when I go to the beach with a sense of expectation of what I want to do. I don't usually do as well. I, I'm not as productive <laughs> yeah. as when I'm just going there to um, to see what the beach has for me, mm -hmm. you know, and, and to accept what the beach is and and just to um, experience the beach, have fun, you know. Yeah, it's there. There's that sense of fun that is. Um, I think. Um, it's a part of being open, and I think, you know, um, faith is all about being open. Um, you know, being open to God, being open to your neighbor, um, you know, being open to change. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, I think being open is fun. Yeah. That's great. Uh, well, it seems like they're they're playing us out. <laughs> so, anyway, this this we have a little bit of a lull here. So I'll get in a thank you while I can. Um, thank you, Tom, um, for being a part of the conversation. And we might continue after. That's how it works sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if, if I... Okay, we'll go to the second floor where there's enough seats. Oh, okay. All right. Wonder if they... Wonder if they made the playlist for getting people up. That <laughs> second one was all death metal kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I think this one's not... That's, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you <laughs> for accommodating us. As, uh, I guess we overstaying our welcome <laughs> in the coffee shop. There's, there's actually the four, four levels to the conversation of the surface and then working, working our way with individual items, um, elements of our conversation, and then the deeper connections of um, community and and the sub subject of of the the beach and people and appreciating what that means to people experiencing experiencing the community um, and then the fourth level is to talk about um, future things we um, had that element of hope before that the beach kind of brings this element of of hope just looking at the water and the horizon and recognizing that anything's possible but are there any other specific things in mind for you i think one of the things that i've um, discovered about um, my practice of photography really comes from a, a sense of curiosity but uh, I still do it, and I, you know, I, I think everybody should, um, you know, even if they're not very good at something, 
Um, you know, I think being open is fun. Inviting me up here where it's silent, um, and we could finish our our conversation. So um, thanks, Tom, for being accommodating and this great conversation. Thanks for having me.